Hey there, we're Jason and Tony. This is our podcast. It's called In Case You Missed It. What are the worst gifts that you can possibly give for Christmas? If um, uh, you've ever gotten a gift from Tony, then you're probably like the only person ever to get a gift from Tony. But I imagine if Tony was a, a gift giver at all, that these would be the gifts he would give. These are the 10 worst gifts you can give to someone. This is according to OnePoll.com. My gifts are small but memorable, Jason. The number one worst gift you can give is shower gel. Hey, but everybody needs shower gel. Uh, the number two is uh, popcorn. Which, which, you know, there's a lot of, you know, older dudes who would disagree with that. Well, like it, my dad would be like, oh, this is popcorn. popcorn. Wow. Well, the the big golden bucket tins. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, all right. Now, I'd, I'd rather you get me some pop secret because them gold, big gold bucket tins. <laughs> they, they go stale too quick. Well, that's something you got last year. Uh, socks comes in at number three. Give me those. A collection of lotions comes in at four. Then a mm. coffee mug, liquor. Mm-hmm. At number six. Uh, worst gift idea? Yeah. Uh, tea mm-hmm. at seven. A candle at eight. A photo calendar at nine. And then uh, number 10 is uh, coffee. And then they ask specific. You know, what were some specific bad gifts you'd gotten? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody got somebody a didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. <laughs> a huge rubber ducky. A paperclip necklace. Aluminum flip-flops. And a box of corks. Those are some of the specific well, but- bad all right. I was going uh, Q-tips, new ones, though, <laughs> Q-tips. And you can color those for the holidays. <laughs> it makes a good gift idea. It looks creative. Yeah, and you can make crafts with them. Here, hide a key rock. Just give somebody a rock and say, here's a place to put your house key underneath this rock. Uh-huh. Then you know where their house yeah. key but Yeah. Uh- <laughs> A guy got arrested. This is the second story this week. He had something written on his forehead in a tattoo. We got to stop this. Yesterday, we had a uh, story about a guy with, uh, I think it said crime pays as a tattoo on his forehead. And we were like, what an idiot. Well, you never hear about that, do you? People with stuff on their forehead. (laughs) It's happened again. Back to back. Wow. I mean. Another. 51-year-old dude, uh, Doug Christopher, mm-hmm. and what he had tattooed on his forehead is pothead. I mean, dude, yep. you're going to get arrested. <laughs> you're going to get arrested if you put pothead on your forehead. You're go- you you can't a- even claim that you're not guilty. It's was- on your forehead. There was one night when he there was, was also it. a giant green marijuana leaf tattooed in the middle of it as well. <laughs> oh, and instead of eyebrows, he had two joints tattooed there. So, <laughs> so it wasn't yeah. just pothead. I mean, it was a lot. It's real yeah, nice. That old paraphernalia face. There, I mean, isn't he? I'm <laughs> telling you, he's he you probably get you can probably uh, you know find his resume on Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. Pothead. What's he going to do, Tony? Well, I mean, the police are looking for him, yeah. so he's he's obviously going to be unemployed a while. All right? Yeah. I, I think Walmart should hire Pothead Forehead Guy <laughs> and put him to work back there in the cookwares. Yeah. Because he's, a, you, a he's pot, got Pothead pot, on yeah, that. I, I got so you. So you made yeah. pot questions, right, you uh-huh. can put Pothead Man. Right. There. Right. Where where do I find this? Ask Pothead. And then right. there it is. Oh. Right on his, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pothead Guy. <laughs> You have any pot questions? Or in the nursery, yeah, they that'd sell be good pots too. in there. Put 
because he's on his head. He I, ain't going to ever get rid of that. I, but I'm just afraid he's never going to get a job. If I had pothead wrote on my forehead, <laughs> I'd I'd wear a hat that look had flowers all over the top. <laughs> a doozy of social media theater this morning. Hello, I'm Tudor Balustrade. Welcome to Social Media Theater, showcasing drama at its most profound and perfunctory. With this week's episode, here are Jason and Tony. Boy, this one here, Tony, is something else. Yeah, buddy. Comes from Sally. I'll play uh, Sally and uh, Dina, and you play Alan and Nancy. All right, okay, got you it. ready? Mm. Sally, does anyone know of a private investigator on the cheaper side? I think my husband is cheating on me, and I'm really upset. I called one from Google, but it was $1,500. Dana, check his phone regularly. If he has a password, demand it. And if he refuses, you know something's up. Sally. He's in Richmond, so I can't check his phone. He hardly ever calls, and, and he told me not to visit. Dana! Oh, that sounds suspicious. I totally understand why you want a P.I. Alan, I say just lurk on his social media. Sally, he's legally blind, and he doesn't use social media. Nancy. If you don't trust him, you should end this now. Dana, not everybody feels that 100% trust is necessary in a relationship. Sally, besides, I want to confront him, find out what's going on, and find some way to work it out. Nancy, why spend any money then if you intend to stay? Just ask him directly and move on. Sally, please stop asking why I want a private investigator. Alan, if he's legally blind, how can he say to cheat on you? Dana, blind people still get action, LOL. I'm sure his other senses make up for it. Alan, hey, do you know what his mistress looks like? Bet neither does he. Nancy, Alan, stop being a butt. That's not funny. Sally, I was just looking for a recommendation. I didn't want this to become hurtful. Alan, let me play Captain Obvious for a moment, Sally. Your legally blind husband lives in another city, rarely calls, and doesn't want you to come visit. Can you possibly tell me what part of this relationship is worth saving? Hashtag Alan is a jerk. Sally. Thanks for your help, everyone. Join us again next time for Social Media Theater on most of this same radio station with Jason and Tony.
Mm-hmm. Officer Smith Wesson stopped by. He's cracking down. Hello! This is Colonel Captain Master Gunnery Sergeant Navy SEAL Navy Manatee and VFW Bingo Will Turner Smith Wesson with this reminder. We're cracking down on bathroom stall graffiti. I didn't mean anything bad by what I wrote. I meant for a good time and a good landscaper. Call me. There's no good excuse to write anything on a bathroom stall door. I wrote a poem. Here I sit, brokenhearted. Tried to... Nobody cares about your poetic talents. I wrote words of faith. It said, act right, go to church, or burn in hell. That's not how it works! And Jesus never used a sharpie to spread his gospel. I wrote, Mandy Joe Hal, will you marry me? I thought a stall door proposal would steal her heart. But she said no! I wrote, there was once a man from Nantucket who... I don't care about your uncle in Nantucket or your graffiti. Take that sharpie and write this down. I'm cracking down. Brought to you in part by Crescent Moon Stall Doors, Left Cheek Hand Soap, Winky Tinkle Urinal Cakes, and the Coalition for Clean Potty Places. Here's Tony's word of the day. It's for you hunters. And now to expand your vocabulary, Jason and Tony present... Tony's word of the day. Bow and car antenna. Bow and car antenna is what you call an archer that has shot his last arrow, so he's improvising. Bow and car antenna. Last Tony's word of the day. This is the best country lyric never written. It'll touch your heart. And now, Jason and Tony present the best country music lyrics that were never written. I want a woman who's beautiful and a good potato peeler. A woman who licks my face just like my blue healer. That was the best country music lyrics never written from Jason and Tony. And we'll leave you with today's Real good. I guess, I mean, technically, if somebody wanted to be a jerk about it, this could be littering, but I'd be shocked if somebody said anything about it. Carl Buchanan and Kathy, really hard last name I can't say, they live in uh, <laughs> South Bend, Indiana. Uh-huh. Well, and uh, they're worried about people getting caught out in the cold this winter. You know, homeless population, homeless. Oh, sure I mean, no matter what town you're in, there's a sizable homeless um population there it south sure bend's no different it's cold there uh so they've been taking old coats and gloves that uh, they don't need anymore and putting them in different spots around town for anybody to use as emergency winter wear wow uh they wow. tie them to trees telephone poles they uh, attach a sign to each one that says if you are stuck in the cold please take this how sweet uh they're doing it now because the weather's not been real cold there but it's about to be uh, the first round of coats they put up are gone in a day, and oh, now they're asking wow. people to donate more so they can keep doing it. They're doing another round of coats this Saturday, and they're hoping it starts a trend where other people around the country start doing it. What? So, Loving people. If, if you Let feel them. led to do that here, then 
there's a there, there's how to do it. Boy, their hearts warm me yeah, up. That's, that's sweet right there. To Carl and Kathy, you are real, real good. good. That does it for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. We're Jason and Tony, and this has been In, In Case, Case You, you Missed, missed it. it.